0: This is CliffCentral.com
1: Today I am joined by a fabulous, 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 gorgeous, gorgeous, well-dressed person, Tammy, Tammy Dish Kotlolo Thank you Did I pronounce his surname properly? Hank Because I don't want to get lawsuits No, 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 no So you heard that song, Makomo? Yeah Same love Yeah Love is patient, love is kind Yeah And that's today's topic Awesome Same love I love it
0: I Welcome. love it. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to I love the pink blouse shirt gorgeous.
1: And what about the shoes? I believe I've got a, a gay pride flag on you my You do you actually uh, have, you're, you're actually
0: completely gay today.
1: I know, I know. but I'm I think I'm gay most.
0: And days I, and days. I like the feathers there, you know.
1: I know. I know. Aww. It was all it was do you all You want to give this to me. It was all delivered. That's how much I love you.
0: Ah. So I your your, your
1: Twitter bio. Yeah. Feather Awards founder.
0: It says Business gay
1: (laughs) President of ANC LGBTI (laughs) League (laughs) Change agent Entrepreneur Philanthropist Lover of life That gay Exclamation mark Wow (laughs) Okay Who is Tommy Kotlolo? That gay Who is Tammy Dish? And which of the two is the alter ego?
0: Um (laughs) <laughs> it took a question Well, Tommy Desh is is um is the alter ego Okay But it's become I mean, I, I don't think those two personalities are different from each other I I think that they complement each other in some way My surname is Kotlolo, originally And so, you know, I once When my grandmother was still alive I sat down with her I said to her, you know Every time I introduce myself to people They're like, hi, Tommy Kotlolo Tell me Jean. And I'm like, What does Scotlolo mean? And she said exactly that. It's Dish. And so she reminded me that when she still used to work for um um you know, her when she was a yeah, that <laughs> she was called Violet Dish.
1: Ah, okay. So I
0: adopted the dish, I owned it, and it became like a thing.
1: I love that Yeah Okay, so it's all thanks to Granny Yeah Okay So, I didn't know this until yesterday You started out as a child star With roles on you, Soapy, backstage I did Blockbuster film, Mr. Bones I did And you had a short stint as a Yo! TV presenter What happened after
0: that? I went into study musical theatre And then... And then I got involved in it briefly because of, you know, the, the reality of being in the entertainment industry. Um, I, I hated the auditions. I hated having to, you know, respond to a brief that was looking for a 19 year old or an 18 year old, um, black boy who could speak this language. And you arrive at an audition and there's like a hundred of you and they're looking for one person. So I hated that. Um, and I decided, you know what? I, have the skill, I'm a creative. Um, how do I find ways to use that space or that skill that I have in other areas? So I enrolled for communication science through UNISA. Um, and I landed where I am right now, um, running a communications agency that, you know, finds different ways of communicating with people. And that part of my creative side has come to play here.
1: Okay. And your your first job, yeah, was with a marketing and advertising agency yes. where you served as assistant production manager. Yes, you then joined a TV production program as a producer and production coordinator. Yes, during this time you also landed a spot with a radio station. Yes. then you were enlisted as an entertainment columnist for a newspaper.
0: Yes,
1: you were a busy bee and Jesus obvious. Jesus
0: You have who gave you that?
1: Um, I I do my I do my research and wow. I, my, I I know people wow. in high places and low places, as you know. So uh, you you you. you we know you're a busy bee. You were yeah. a busy bee then. I mean, looking at your, at your, uh, what do you call it, a bio profile, yeah. CV, um, yeah. if you want to call it yeah. that. Um, I don't want to ask you how old you are, can I, but I know you still. No, I, I can you're tell you. You still considered
0: a youth. Okay, how I you? am. I'm 32. You are youth, yes, right? Absolutely. So, for another. Three years
1: for another for another three years. So that's why you're president of the youth league. I I get it. Okay, because I I know some people who are older than uh, thirty-seven and they still consider themselves. I am not shading. Um, I'm not shading either. (laughs) Um, I was just mentioning. I was just putting it out there. There's a president uh, of a youth league somewhere in another country um, outside our shores, who's um, you know A youth league president, but he's over, or maybe even in this country. You said it, not me. (laughs) So. How old were you when you did I was still all of that? Busy.
0: Um, 21, um, I started. I, I joined an agency. So how, how it happened, there was a company called Voota, marketing and advertising. So I was cast to, to be part of the team that did a roadshow on launching what we know now as the Daily Sun newspaper. So years and years ago, when they were starting the newspaper, I did a roadshow with them around the country. And, you know, profiled the, the paper. And then after finishing the roadshow stuff, I, I fell in love with that agency. I walked up to the boss's office and I said, hi, I think I want to work here. Um, my then boss, Sipo was like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, I, I really, I like it here. I want to work here. And then I turned around and I looked at Tim Bandaba, who's now on The Queen, who was my actually direct boss. Um, and I said to him, listen, I'm going to come in on Monday. You guys better have a desk for me. Just like that. I walked in. I did my thing. Um, and I, I, I was there. I was one of the biggest opportunities for me was, was, uh, working on Total's 50th anniversary. Um, the, the oil company. And, um, and that's how I joined before then. I, I had met a couple of people at the SABC. My uncle used to be the head of channel. And, um, I, bef- ah, levels, levels, levels. So I befriended some of the people that, that worked for him and I waited for him to go and leave. And when he was on leave, I went and specifically ap- applied for a job and did interviews and I got employed behind his back.
1: Uh, so he, so it wasn't nepotism. No,
0: uh, I, I got employed okay. behind his back as a freelancer. Uh huh. So they still had a choice to, you know, let me go. So I employed, I got employed and then I did that stint. S B C Africa I was a production coordinator, so I was like waking up, putting up tapes uh in the morning, receiving guests, taking them to makeup, making sure that news stories are you know scheduled properly, the edits are done you know properly, and I had an interest in it. I was like, oh, I'm loving this space, television and whatnot. I want to learn how to edit i soon Knew how to edit for myself I want to learn how to produce a story I then went for training And I started producing stories I want to learn how to You know Coordinate X, Y, Z um, And that's how I, I grew In that space at SABC Africa I worked for 180 Degrees With uh, the late Hope Zinde And, um, yes. and Pete Andoro Yes Who yes. I love so dearly Yes
1: and I, I follow him on Twitter Yeah he's, he's, he's I He's got love a him. sharp mind
0: I love him So I did that um, And it's a funny story um, I'll get to that. But through that SABC thing, I then started traveling the the continent, and while we were doing some stuff for for AMA Awards, um, uh, African Movie Academy Awards in Nigeria, I met up with then editor of Entertainment Gugu, Sibia, who who then wanted me to you know start a a column, and I had a column called The Posho Zoya there that went out every Monday, in the Soetan, um. I wrote for it for about a year Um, I then got approached by Shaba Who was at YFM To come and produce the show For him on Saturdays Where I took to number one Most listened to That was right, right after Fresh Oh wow So I did that So I did all of those things I had a shift I mean I was at the SABC freelance My shift was 4 to 10 in the morning And then moved from there Headed over to what I needed to do To produce my show For the weekend um, I also then started producing For Bridget, my singer um, And then I wrote What I needed to write So everything was like Kind of linked You know To one It was all entertainment um, And then I met A lot of great people As I was receiving them At the SABC Coming in Hi do we, Would you like some coffee uh, Would you like uh, Let me take you to makeup I became the face That they saw Every morning That received them And little did i know that i would call them one day and say hey i've gone into business i need you to to help me grow
1: i love that you had created a powerful black book right yeah i did i love your sense of humor so you said I've been gay since day two Yeah I grew up around My Melody And I've yes. always had a family That supported me They knew and could see That this one has got A bit of a broken wrist <laughs> End quote I mean it's, it's obvious That oh, yeah. um, your family loves
0: you Unconditionally oh yeah. oh yeah
1: How does it make you feel When millions of gay people Get ridiculed Humiliated And crucified
0: I go through the same experience With them I go through the same experience with them because if one keeps quiet, you soon realize that it might come to you one day. Um I think it's what I say all the time in, in conversations with friends that when there's an ill person in the family, you all become patients. You go through the experience with them. So you all become sick. So when I see somebody being violated, I go through the exact same experience. Fortunately, I have a mouth that speaks that is a little loud. I'm, I've got opinions. I'm like, you know, the opinion booth. And, uh, and I say things. I don't keep quiet about them. I say things. I hold people accountable. I walk into the premier's office. I walk into, um, uh, Minister Mbalula's office and I say to him, what are you going to do about this and that and that and that and that? And this is why we end up finding ways to work around programs that we do now through feathers. So I don't I don't I don't keep quiet about it. I'm hurt by it. I want to correct it. I want to educate communities and society on how to coexist and also how to just see each other.
1: In Sudan, yes, southern Somalia, yes, and northern Nigeria, acts yes. of homosexuality are punishable by death. Yeah. While in Uganda, Tanzania and Sierra Leone, offenders can receive life imprisonment for homosexual acts. I'm curious to know the punishment for pedophiles and murderers. I mean, if you're getting imprisoned yeah. for so-called homosexual acts, I can only just assume that pedophiles and murderers get maybe do, death, do they even death, profile death, that death penalty? I'm hoping, right? Do they, they?
0: They never profile that. We can
1: only live in hope, right? And but we want to know. I know. I believe you want to take the feathers to Uganda. <laughs>
0: I do. I want the feathers to go everywhere else on the continent. Um, you know, the thing about it is that, as Marion Williamson says, she says that uh, change happens when a small group of people, usually seen to be radical, um, have a different idea. And so we won't change if we don't challenge the status quo. We won't change if we, I mean, Mandela went to prison for 27 years and that was a sacrifice and we got some kind of freedom. Um, and so somebody else has got to give in something. Somebody else has got to do it to, to change it. You know, I do want to take them to Uganda. I want to take them to Nigeria. I want to take them to Mozambique. I want to take them to Tanzania now where we've just experienced the, the 13 that were Recently, you know, detained For promoting, for suspecting That they're promoting homosexuality I do want us to engage On the levels of humiliation That they put us through I mean, the the recent case one was like They're going to test these men for anal, Like, they're going to do anal tests To see if they have been, you know Touching each other Or promoting or engaging in homosexual sex
1: Unbelievable
0: there's, there's, how How do you do it? And what is it because that's it's nothing but humiliation
1: sure wow well, so in addition to criminalizing homosexuality Nigeria has enacted legislation that makes it illegal for heterosexual yeah. family members yeah. allies and friends yeah. of the lgbti to be supportive I mean how ridiculous is this. I mean this means that you and your supportive family will be jailed, you for being gay and your family for supporting you being gay. All of you. Pathetic.
0: All right? of you. It's ridiculous. And we're not saying anything. You know, we're we're pushing a an agenda. This is the African agenda. This is an African. We we're shying away um from our own reality because it's 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 a lie for them to think that there aren't any gay men there. In fact the people who sit in those spaces, some of the people who sit in those spaces and who make those decisions, um somewhat engaging in homosexual behavior. You know what I mean? But there's a religious thing, there's a cultural thing, it's every it's like systems of oppression, you know, that are put in there for for us to not be free. We're born free, and then we're told by human beings, other human beings who seem to think that they've got superpower um that we shouldn't be free and who we shouldn't be what we shouldn't do where we shouldn't go how we should love madness it's crazy it is and if we don't stand together if we don't speak as a united voice if we don't take issues of lgbti to center stage if we don't push that the UN um women and gender office puts our agenda on the front line or as a discussion point. We're not going to change. We're still going to find families in Nigeria being jailed. Hmm. We're still going to deal with uh a lot of um our LGBTI people who seek asylum. You know, they're everywhere in the world because it's suddenly better for you to be yourself um in other parts of the world Than in your own safe space Or closer to your family It's crazy
1: It is Madness So you studied Musical theatre I didn't know this about I you did. as well I mean I, I know you I know you in the uh, Advertising and marketing space yeah. And communications as well Yeah So you studied musical theatre no. Journalism and advertising No Not advertising No
0: Just can so, so overall comms And then I branched out to psychology instead of just doing like mass communications but i find myself you know practicing in the spaces of being you know the marketing and advertising just because of that creative part
1: given your personality i would have imagined you pursuing musical theater
0: yeah i i i love it it's my first love i always say that one day when i've paid paid my house up and paid my car off and You know, feel like I have done enough and contributed to the world and society and some kind of change historically. I will then go back to stage and do something fun. Even if I do a musical, one musical, one time.
1: Mm, Okay, I like that. Yeah. So you started. Quad, I dance. Quad republic. I dance. You know. I, I dance. I, I, I can. You've got legs. But I, I dance your, professionally. Your legs look. Like, I mean, your legs are so toned. It's obvious you are a dancer, and you're showing them off in these itsy teeny weeny shorts or bum shorts. No, not bum shorts. But you, 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 they, they could be. You've got toned legs. It's obviously you you don't uh, skip leg day. That like most people. You know,
0: I hardly train. Oh shut! I've up. just recently gone uh, back to gym. Okay. I actually hate gym.
1: Okay, okay, whatever. This whatever. is the truth, though. Whatever. So you started Quad Republic, yeah, a successful communications and events company. Thank Running you. Running a business is not easy. Never. Please share your challenges and achievements.
0: Uh, geez, <laughs> challenges are every month, and <laughs> I can imagine. I when you can you must imagine. pay salaries, but you know, for for me, initially. I wanted to just do like a couple of projects, um, you know, meet up with a couple of great people, develop, um, campaigns, activate them, which is what we do in the office. And I managed to do those for, you know, short periods. And then until I got like a long-term contract that wanted me to service people for like three years. Um, and how, how that, in fact, how I grew. Was from you know the experience of having engaged with other human beings who I thought they were phenomenal, um, who could do great work, who who came into the office, you know, and we got our heads together and produced some amazing stuff. So, so I've kept the company because of the family, you know, that we've created as a small agency. I've kept the company because of the work that we do. I mean, we do a lot of work around health, HIV. We run the provincial HIV AIDS campaign. Um, we do a lot of work with community safety on LGBTI issues. So I think the successes of it is is being able to do work f- that change human beings, that change perception, that make it better for people to to live in the world and to to cope and to coexist. You know, it's, I'm, we're not selling a specific product. We we're shifting every day with hope, with love, um, and changing people's mindset. Challenges come all the time You know, we don't all always get along um, You know, we fight I try and get away from my staff members Every time they annoy me um, But we're friends as well, you know um, Servicing government can be a delay <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, there's that stress every month Where you're like, yo, the office gotta be paid um, staff members gotta be paid. I've got another event. I need to, you know, and we're young. We don't have like 20 million sitting there waiting for us to, you know, just continue taking on jobs and waiting for seven months to be paid. So those are the challenges that we've experienced. Um, but also just being able to grow and taking it to the next level, you know.
1: Hmm. Okay. So tell me about the Tammy Dish Foundation, its mission, that
0: is. Um, to ensure that more black lgbti people get tertiary level education um and um i say black because you know i i i grew up in a multiracial environment and i had like white friends indian friends all kinds who were gay and and being exposed to the fact that you being gay didn't matter to to them, and it it didn't take away from basic you know um opportunities that they wanted to afford you as parents you know they 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 have basic fundamentals like education is important, so you can be a draggy, you can be a gay person right after we've paid for your education right after we've done everything for you and then similar case with you know a black family and i've experienced it and i've seen a lot of people who say um you know taboo taboo man." um so I think he's going to end up being makeup artist, whatever. let's take our money and put it towards Gudran Gutran who has got ambitions of being you know an accountant or a doctor or what not, and it hurt me that you know you you made parents made that decision for you to say they weren't going to invest in your education um it doesn't so much hurt me the fact that a lot of LGBTI people exist within the entertainment space, but I think that there is greater opportunity for them to, you know, spread their wings and be where they actually want to be. So I want to see more LGBTI people in finance, um, in medicine, in in health, in various in various uh, industries, and and I want to pay towards that.
1: Mm, I like that because yeah. it's, it's not nice to be boxed, right? No, and, and
0: we do that, and we must also be frank and honest with each other. It's like you know, black families can can abandon you, but not kick you out of the house. So you become the other, that special child. You know,
1: yeah,
0: it happens to us all the time. I sit there and I receive all these emails. Ryan and them go through all the social media stuff, and somebody's writing and saying, "This is what's happening, and this is what's not happening, and this is what we want help with." And that's what we do. And then over and above that is, you know, the work that we do with education. How do we go into schools and teach, you know, educators and empower educators on how to deal with different kinds of humans and, and learners and how to understand their sexuality and their diversity, how to acknowledge them, how to not, um, abuse them, how to not embarrass them. And and tell a lesbian girl To go and wear a skirt When she actually prefers to wear You know, pants How do we change all of that? Yeah yeah.
1: An international LGBTIQ plus conference Has been announced for Johannesburg For yeah. next year yeah? yeah, At the launch of the global LGBTIQ plus network Shoot, That's a mouthful <laughs> a lot, right? And, and you responsible for that uh, yeah. So educators,
0: we are your students so, so, I mean, I travel a lot and when I travel, I often, you know, make sure that I'm in spaces that are LGBTI friendly. So I go to LGBTI precincts, gay precincts, and I've met a lot of gay people everywhere. Um, I happen to also work with the other foundation, um, who do a lot of work on the, you know, sub-Saharan Africa and been exposed to some of the work they do. And, and I, I sat there and I was thinking, Gay people are not united. The LGBTI community is not united. We, we're we so scarred and also we have a lot of, you know, internalized homophobia. We hate each other. We, we know how to kill anything beautiful, you know. Wow. Anything, we know how not to celebrate each other.
1: That is profound. When you say that amongst gay people yeah. you find homophobia? Yeah. Like Does that even make sense? You
0: you you have purple hair. You're a little bit of um you're too girly. Um you you you're not our type. You don't have the money that we have or we are you're not driving this car. Oh no, you are from Soshanguve. Um or oh, you from Alex? Yeah. So so are oh, you from Alex? You know what I mean? And we're not speaking the same language. You wow. know, we're not. Dating. So the, the, those things and then because you know, there's so many of us who are trying to do something great. There are all these NGOs and we're, we're working around like similar work. And really what I wanted to do with the network is to coordinate all those efforts. Um, It's not there to create programs and big things. At this point, it's there to assemble everyone and say, guys, we have a problem. How do we solve it? You know, how do you get ideas and people in there? How do you make sure that um, we learn from an experience in Venezuela of how they dealt with, you know, supporting each other and LGBTI people, you know, dealing? How do they deal with suicide stuff? How do they deal with various stuff that issues that affect LGBTI people? So I want to gather a lot of us from all over the world and say, here we are. At this very start point, Africa is a problem.
1: Hmm.
0: everywhere else they you may experience it um in this form you are not allowed to have same-sex marriages the same love and all those things but how do we all win how do we take the experience of the u.s and make sure that we apply it and how do we take notes from you and 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 make sure that you know people in algeria are afforded the same rights
1: so I read an article that states you sit on the board of Joburg Pride. I sat on the board, yeah.
0: Not anymore. No, I sat on the board for Joburg Pride. I think for two years. Okay. Um, and then I just packed my bags and moved to New York <laughs> <laughs> and joined Beyonce. And I was like, no, you know, I actually wanted, you know, get this like international gay vibe. Okay. Um, and get into like international pride boards. Okay. Um, South Africa, it's already done. Let me give space for other people. No, I joke. We decided to dissolve the board. I think after the the nine in one incident that happened with Few, where they had staged a protest, a silent protest, where you know, they they would come in in the middle of a a pride march and moment of silence, and there was a there was a confusion and a a little bit of an issue which became like a racial thing, um, but I think it was mostly like a communication thing. That went really badly And and yeah We we dissolved the board And I left All the other board members Decided to continue with their lives
1: Okay, and you've also Proclaimed yourself as A gay youth league president hey. Of a political party So does that mean you will run For presidency one day?
0: I'd never run for presidency um, I do believe though That there needs to be a A, um, an LGBTI desk, and this has always been my thing. If I ever, if I was given an opportunity, um, or if I ever created, because I often create these opportunities, if I created an opportunity for us to get to a point where, you know, we're part of the policy, um, and we're, we're represented, and there's a, an official desk, you know, in the presidency, I'd want to run for one term, and, um, and look after LGBTI interests.
1: Mm, I like that one yeah. term. I hope people are listening, you know, yeah, no, I see I mean, those in parliament, you know, one term.
0: Yeah. I would, I would never be able to do it beyond then. I mean, I've been like pushing LGBTI stuff for a while now. Um, you never get out of being an activist. Um, you, you, you stay one forever, but you know, there are new brains. They, you have your, your Lionels, you have your, your Ryans, um, Mutlatsis who must actually lead tomorrow. I, I happen to be privileged enough to access, um, that space. And if I can, let me just try and influence that kind of change. I run for one term. Have, you have a ministry in there. You have a, you have women, children and people with disabilities. I just want a desk, an official desk in the office of the presidency that looks at, um, you know, A different kind of gender I love that I would
1: support I would vote for you Please So the feather awards Are on Thursday Will they be televised For those who didn't Crack the invite Like me
0: I I knew you would be shady Why can you not Stay away from the shade I can You know being shady Doesn't Do you know how pretty you are
1: I'm being shady Because I can So answer the question please
0: <laughs> I said to you at the beginning of the show, I've developed a little thing of saying, you know, I don't really feel like I want to answer that question.
1: My, my question was simple. <laughs> are, they, are they going to they're be, be televised, televised on SABC you know, One? And, and are they just going to be on premium and then meeting no. people on Compact One get to watch? No, them? no, no.
0: So they're going to SABC One. Uh, I don't know what the text date is. Um, it might be a week or two weeks after the, so obviously not this, so two weeks so after not the live. event. Yeah. Okay. So live. We're not there yet. Um, okay. I'm hoping for our decade celebration, which is next year, we might be able to go live.
1: It would be silly for them not to televise them live, actually. Yeah. It would be silly. They need to support it at that level. Remember, Absolutely. we,
0: we, we, like I said, we, an office of nine people who are trying to run an event for 700 people and, All of these things and the dialogues and the travels and, you know, with a lot of support from our partners, um, you know, the Khartan Tourism Authority, Com Safety, Khartan Provincial Government, Sports Arts and Culture. So there's like that support and nine people to execute. Um, And then, you know, we've created like a nice little empowerment thing where we employ a lot of people that job opportunities within it. We employ them for that period of Producing feathers which is what August, September, October And, and then now into November
1: Okay yeah. so you were only 23 yeah. when you Conceived the feathers I mean they've Become a, a prof- prolific um, Award uh, show yeah. Yeah. For those who have been living under the Rocks um, yeah. what are the feathers Feather Awards about
0: um, They're about Celebrating individuals who Empower us Um, they've now become a platform where we can also profile some of our LGBTI humans who do great work. Um, they're about enabling a conversation to continue around issues of sexuality. Um, they're about a beautiful evening of just pure fun, joy. Um, and a, yeah, and a party for all the work we do on the ground.
1: You developed The Feathers with uh, TV and events uh, producer, Baby Joe Carrera, nicknamed Baby Joe. Yes. Were you taken seriously initially when you approached potential sponsors?
0: You know, we started talking about Feathers in 2005 or six, And um, I'd quit my job then. I quit all my platforms. I was like, you know what? I'm so tired of all of these things. I want to focus on, you know, establishing the company. And I... And I went around, shopped for sponsors, shopped for sponsors, shopped for sponsors And it didn't come through I was laughing the other day looking at the original concept document Which was created in 2007 um, We we only had the first one in 2009 And so after having taken on a couple of jobs I decided I was going to save up And I had relationships with all like entertainment people and how would I be able to, you know, ask them for favors? Um And I think they were also hungry for something new and exciting. So Saved Up, Joe and I said, we're going to put our cents together. I had a very good friend of mine, in fact, two good friends of mine, um, Mike Mailen and Masabato, who assisted me. And then they were like giving me like, here's a 20,000 right here. Here's a 20,000 rand there. And we had our first one at Latinova um, with Lucia. And Sumizi so and Loopy and DJs were all of them doing it for free.
1: Hmm, you've come a long way. And I love your perseverance.
0: Yeah. It's so not easy.
1: So my two favorite categories are yeah. role model of the year. <laughs> yeah. And drama queen of the year. Oh, Jesus. In my opinion, Babes Waduma and, and Mambincha and will yes. take it. I mean the saga regarding the American visas, the USB. <laughs> Nino Mona video clips after the summers, etc. I mean, nothing beats that, surely. It's interesting how people
0: uh, get to even like selecting those people as drama queens. Um, I mean, we travel a lot with Ryan and them, and we go into these dialogues, um, and then we organize small little research groups, um, consultative groups, and say, Who do you think would fit into this category, and this category, and this category? And they just give you those names instantly. Hmm. You can't argue it. Um, and Drama Queen is not a bad category. You know, it's like, you're topical. You're a newsmaker. You created an opportunity for us to just, or random people to have conversations in a taxi rank.
1: Hmm. Okay. Do so, I mean? so do the public get to vote for their favorites? No.
0: Unfortunately, yet not. We, we must get to a point where we have set up that infrastructure that supports, you know, public voting. I know a lot of people ask us to, to sell tickets. That we've received that request since like year three. How do you buy tickets? How do you buy tickets? and there's that demand um once we 've you know gotten people who partner with us and we 've set up that infrastructure, maybe we might be able to to invite a lot of other people and a lot of other public people to to join in there at this point and I must be honest it 's a personal thing I just don't want that amount of pressure you know when it 's a private event it's a little bit more controlled um there's a thing that happens when you take money from people. Um, you've also got to give it back to them. You've got to give back their money's worth. And there's an expectation for it. It's not just I'm going to come to the awards. I want you, you there's an expectation that everybody who's in there must come out, at least, or a well, majority must come out really properly serviced and taking out what they expected. I like that. So, so I'm not ready.
1: So on, on Sunday, I watched the movie Moonlight.
0: Yeah. And
1: there is no doubt they deserved the best picture award. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen it? And what I is have. your take on it? I
0: have. You know, having spent a lot of time in the, well, not too long, but having spent some time in the U.S. and and with friends and one of our partner's native sons. I have a friend called Emil, who is a partner on the LGBTIQ Plus Network. Um, the story of a black american black gay man is a hard one It's a hard one you know here we are a majority there they're a minority um they've always had this you know culture of the hip hop world, the underground the the butch um they were never. You know, queer people were not out there and open. You know, they they existed in an underground world. So, so for that story to be told, and it still exists, by the way. So that story to be told, um, it's just been to expose people to what our reality is. Mm. It's a beautiful movie. It is. It's like The Wound. It's a beautiful movie, but it's it's a it's a painful story. Yeah. It's a painful story And this is why I was saying to you A lot of us are scarred Because we, we've we been carrying This idea that our love is a disgraced one
1: hmm. Profound Your message, on that note Your yeah. message to Kajiso Sibudi The radio producer Who yeah. said that gay people need to be
0: rehabilitated in prisons um, God bless him is that it? God bless him I I feel like the, the 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 world All it needs is Love And the world needs to return to love And And if he thinks that You know Our case Is different And we need re- rehabilitation He must realize that he's also equally vulnerable To any kind of oppression To any kind of violence And Like Martin Nimler said First, they came for the socialists, and nobody said anything. And then they came for the communists, and nobody said anything. And then they came for the Jews, and nobody said anything. And then they came for you. But by then, there was no one left to represent you. So God bless him.
1: I love that. Twitter is under fire for censoring searches for the word bisexual and other LGBTI terms under its new content policy. Your thoughts and opinions on that?
0: In a world where information is so key, uh, in a world where we've interrupted so much of our growth as human beings You would expect a platform like Twitter To be part of the team that is educating society um, You would expect a Twitter that is based in San Francisco uh, Run by probably like a large chunk of LGBT people In the IT space We'd expect them to do better um, I think a lot of us Make decisions on behalf of the majority without properly considering what it actually means. Um, it's sad and, and we're going to go back. It's another thing. It's just, it's an oppression. It's somebody else's idea of saying, let them not access information. Let them not understand what bisexuality is. In fact, I've always thought, said that it's harder being a bisexual man than it would ever be a lesbian or a gay woman or a trans or intersex. It's harder being a bisexual man. So, it's somebody's agenda, you know. And Twitter must realize we can also leave them. Mm, I like that. We can also leave them. We we must actually engage, you know. Social media is a powerful tool of communication. It's a powerful tool for us to to connect globally and to share ideas and to share our views. Let let let, let it not take priority on specific views and not the others, because again, we're then being added.
1: Okay, I love that. Yes. I think the, the message has been heard I hope so yes. Tummy, tummy Dish, Tammy yes. Kotlolo yes. Thank you so so much for hanging out with thank me you. On the Opinion Booth You were thank you. fabulous as always Thank you and I hope everything goes according to plan. It will, of course, on Thursday. And will, will you be my date? Um, no, uh, because uh, I, I don't. Will have you an be my date? To, no, I don't have an outfit to match yours. And I'm sure by now you already have your outfit. So uh, I, don't want, I don't want. I'm any easy. Pressure. I'm all black. I don't want any. You're Do wearing all black.
0: Oh, let me tell you. Okay. The beautiful thing about feathers is that you come as you are.
1: Okay. But hopefully, people don't come naked, right? I think a lot of people generally come
0: naked. Naked.
1: <laughs> or, 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 scantily, scantily dressed. No, I think, nothing I, think, wrong with I that. think a
0: lot of people come. Okay, come naked. as you are. <laughs> wow.
1: Okay. I hope, I hope no, I hope there were no under 18s listening to me. I love you and thank you so much. I love for, you
0: and thank you for having me. Yeah. That, that was awesome. Yeah. So
1: my humble opinion, after all, this is the opinion booth. In the words of Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. As I get older, the more I stay focused on the acceptance of myself and others Mm. and choose compassion over judgment and curiosity over fear.
0: Mm. Aspire
1: to inspire before you expire.
0: Mm. Amazing. Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple
1: App Store and Google Play Store.